0: Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town.
1: We are back in studio for Talk of the Town today. My name is Lisa Kay and Jessica Potter with the Blue Earth County Historical Society is in studio with me. I know uh, over on my morning show this morning we were talking about the speakeasy, which we're going to be talking about. I keep looking uh, at... Costume ideas or dress ideas. Do you have your dress picked out? Are you going to wear the same one you wore last year? Oh,
0: I see, I am struggling with that myself, which is so okay, silly. Good. I'm glad I'm I've got like one. multiple dresses and I haven't figured out what I'm going to wear yet. So we'll see.
1: We'll see. It's going to be something sparkly. I know. I thought, oh, do I go long sleeve this year? Do I go fringy do what yeah oh fringy that sounds like a good idea for fringe. you fringe is fun right fringe and sparkles <laughs> a night at the speakeasy coming up on saturday october 14th we're going to talk about that in a little bit but i before we get there we should probably talk about well what have you been doing since the last time i saw you you've had lots of things going on oh
0: my gosh it's been a busy um it's been a busy month we we just kind of just keep going um Lots of, I can't even remember because it's just been crazy. The Hubbard House is officially closed for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened earlier this month.
1: Now, when do you start decorating the Hubbard House for the holidays?
0: Um, usually get started in, um, for sure, we start in November. Okay. Um, because we just take little bites out of it. Um, okay. If there's anybody out there that like loves to decorate for Christmas, me, I may me. be able to, I can, I can hook you up. Me. Yeah. There we go. I'll that will be fun. Yeah. Excellent. So um, yeah, and then we, we're, we're in the middle of planning right now because every year we try to do something different. So there'll be a different um, a different story throughout the house okay. and different collection of things on display. Um, so besides the regular Christmas decorations, there's always extra. Um, mm-hmm. So every year is a little bit of a different experience at the house. And so we're in the middle of planning for that and figuring out what that's going to look like and what the... The story, and we try to create um, either a little mystery or a scavenger hunt or something, so that it's a a family-friendly
1: experience. Great. We'll look forward to hearing all about that. It's one of those things where um, you can make that kind of a tradition as we head towards the holidays. I can't believe we're talking about the holidays. I know we shouldn't,
0: but that is the first weekend in December. But we're still in September, I believe.
1: Yes, (laughs) it went so fast. I know. We're. I think does fall start tomorrow on Saturday?
0: Oh yeah! So we're already in moving into another oh, new season.
1: Where'd the year go? I don't. Well, I don't know. But you're taking us to the wine cafe. It looks like we there's, are. there's some stuff happening uh, with live music. Yeah. So,
0: um, as you recall, uh, when we met last time, we talked about the exhibit at the history center, um, which is called "Music and Memories," and it is a look at um, the Mankato music scene from those local music. Um, Uh, performers that um, songwriters and singers and musicians um, and the venues and all. I mean, it's just a really cool exhibit that looks at um, like the 1960s through about the 1990s. So it's a really cool exhibit and it's all about music. So that has made us want to be all about music. So we are heading down to the wine cafe. Um, One of our favorite um, partners the um, the owners of the wine cafe have been uh, partners with historical society for a long time, and they have offered to open their doors for us this evening. And Peter Klug is a local singer songwriter, and he will be playing um, performing tonight at the wine cafe from six to eight p.m. And um, it's the ticket. The tickets for the event are fifteen dollars, and they. Some of the proceeds of that will come back to the historical society. So it's a little mini fundraiser for oh, fun. us. Okay. Um, but a great night to be hanging out at the wine cafe, listen to live music with Peter Klug. Um, and um, yeah, just a, again, a way to, to get out to also celebrate the local music talent that we have now. In comparison to what we've um, been able to showcase with the exhibit.
1: And a great space, too. I love going into the wine cafe because you really you feel like you're stepping back into something oh, there, yes. don't you? Yeah. I mean, do you have any history on that building? <laughs> well, yet, the so?
0: building was the stall house, mm-hmm. and that was a hotel. And so it always had that bar feature to it being a hotel.
1: People um, would go downstairs to the bar then. Yeah, right, oh,
0: okay. right, right. Just like you would, you would think. And now the hotel component of it is apartments. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's been, it's just, it's a really cool space. Um, I think there's a unique vibe to it. Um, A lot of local music is performed there. And so we're just really excited to be partnering with them tonight um, to be able to bring live music to our community in in celebration of our exhibit.
1: And what kind of music is it going to be if people have heard the genre?
0: Yeah, so Peter Klug is known for um, blends of folk, blues, country, um, he just has a unique sound to him. Um, he's influenced by guitarists and storytelling musicians. So really a perfect way to kind of showcase um, local or today's talent with that reflection that we've been doing with the exhibit. Right. So,
1: And this it's is a, tic- fun. It's a ticketed event. So we want to buy some tickets because it is supporting the History Center.
0: Right. So you can buy your tickets on our website um, at blueearthcountyhistory.com. Go under the events tab, and you'll get right down to it. Um, and I think they might, they'll probably be taking tickets at the door as well. But just a great way to support Peter and the Wine Cafe and the Historical Sighting.
1: I know that you and Jeff did a little uh, uh, bit on the po- is it was it a podcast about the powwow? I believe, or I mean, I know that you've been covering a little bit about the history of the powwow that just happened this past weekend. I was thinking about you because I had uh, the storyteller that comes to the powwow Aww. in the studio with me for a talk of the town. Um, Colin saw was his name, and he was telling stories to me and talking about the tradition of storytelling at the powwow and, and storytelling in that particular culture. But I know that you covered that a little bit.
0: We did. We did a podcast about the Wachipi and the history of it. So with that podcast, we really um, reflected on the history of it with um, how it got started in 1972, actually before 1972, mm-hmm. but officially in 1972, so it's it's a it's a really special event that takes place, uh, not just because of the ceremonies and things like that, but it really has a significant cultural history mm-hmm. here, and the reason why it takes t- takes place, but also that it was allowed.
1: To take place? Right, because it was illegal. Powers were illegal at, at that point in time. Wasn't it the Carter administration that decided that uh, they would not be illegal anymore?
0: And, and yeah, so illegal and the fact that it was being held in Mankato mm-hmm. was a huge, huge step towards reconciliation. And that goes back to three men um, Amos Owen, Bud Lawrence, and and Jim Buckley. Who wa- they? Were all just really instrumental in making this happen, and it all came out of friendship. Um, it was a friendship between Bud Lawrence and Amos Owen, and and that just grew out of out of this. And so, I look at the the annual Waatchipi and just look at reconciliation and friendship. remembrance and it's just a really special opportunity that our community gets to
1: host that I really hope that people took advantage of that last weekend a beautiful weather for it oh yes and I know Charlie and I were down there hanging out for a little bit and I brought my mom and my daughter and um, had really to experience it there and and to be allowed into that Mm -hmm. um, it's very open
0: yes yeah yeah a great opportunity for our community
1: Absolutely. I know that uh, coming up on the twenty seventh, so about what is that? A week from now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're gonna have history after hours, and this is in the middle of the week. But what is history after hours? So it's a
0: new idea, um, and we're just gonna try it out. But um, it's a new idea to do an event at the history center, really after our regular hours, because I know a lot of people work and you can't necessarily get there, and I know it's awkward being in the middle of the week. Um so we'll kind of play with this a little bit as we as we go through but in particular this one's coinciding with a special event that's coming to Mankato. So next week the Preserve Minnesota conference which is a conference for um, history geeks, um, people <laughs> who are impassionate about the preservation of the built environment. Um, that conference is coming to Mankato. So we are the host city. Um, a little excited about it. And um, the History Center is going to be the host for the opening reception for the conference. And so we thought, well, it's great to invite all of these people from all over the state to come and check out the History Center after hours. Why don't we invite the whole public community to come and hang out with us too? So that's why it said that's kind of why it's a weird night on a Wednesday night. It's actually tied to the conference, but we are opening it up to the public as well. Um, So the History Center admission will be free. So you can come and check out the exhibits. Um, There will be a food truck on site, Um, Pizza Karma will be there. So you'll be able to come out and have um, dinner and just have fun and then the local band b Balm Fields will be on site also performing. Okay. So, music and food and a little bit of history and a whole bunch of people and just kind of a little party at the history center after hours.
1: So, make sure to remember to bring some cash or your cards because the I'm sure the pizza is not free, but the event is free.
0: Right. The the everything about it is free except for the food um, truck. The food truck yeah. You know, so come and support a local food truck and um and cheer them on in their culinary delights but otherwise the entire event is free a great date night opportunity come and just listen to music wander the museum um so that's we're just going to try it out it's again tied with this conference that's coming to mankato so you'll see a bunch of people walking around downtown next week looking up and looking down buildings (laughs) um because that's what they love to do and, um, and so this is just our way to show off and and we want the whole public to come and enjoy a night at the History Center.
1: History After Hours, Wednesday, September 27th from 6 to 9 p.m. And at the History Center where you'll be able to check out all the exhibits as well. Uh, Jessica Potter is with us from the Blue Earth County Historical Society. Can we talk a little bit about Preserve, the Preserve, sure. uh, uh, MN, is it Preserve MN? Yeah, Preserve one? Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit, because I know you have been working on this, um, about that, and does it tra- travel from place to place? So we're just happy happy to host it this yes, year? Yes,
0: it does. Okay, this conference. So last year we were in Duluth. Okay. Um, and so we... I know
1: that's one of your favorite places too. It is,
0: but um, it's even better that it's here. All right. Um, so this time last year, it was announced that the conference would be in Mankato. And so we have been working on this for a year um, for the conference to come. And we have um, some really great... There, there's, there's great sessions that will happen on Thursday and, and Friday, and then there's tours um, that will happen on Friday afternoon. And so we're doing everything to to show off how um, incredible our community is and all of the different assets, but also a real focus um, on the, the revitalization, the renaissance of downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a Unfortunately, a good example of um, what how how a, a town that has gone through urban renewal, right. through the changes of a downtown urban renewal project, but then to come out of it the other side with a really strong downtown. And mm. it took us a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we... I
1: feel like we're not all there yet either. No, I mean, there's still there's changes, still, right? There's
0: still changes. There's. St- I mean, there's so much changes um, that are still just like right there, but... You know, if you would have said five years ago, "Hey, man, kid, are you ready to host?" I don't think we were ready. Now we're we're ready, and mm-hmm. we're excited um, to be able to show off what has happened in our downtown and what is continuing to happen with our built environment. So, it, it's a it's a really really um fun event for us to be able to host and be part of.
1: Is it open to the public or is this do you have to be a part of something in order to come to the conference? No, nope. do we get there's, tickets to that? What we- yeah,
0: it's um it's just a conference. Um so it's obviously geared toward a certain group of people. Um but there's a, when you attend any conference you usually have a registration fee. Right. So you pay the registration fee and you can go to all the sessions. You can go on to the website. Um it is if you just do preserve M N um, 2023, if you type that into like your search bar, then it should pop up. But it's through the State Historic Preservation Office are okay. the ones that actually handle the conference. And um, you can see what the sessions are, some really, really cool sessions. But we'll be highlighting um, our community in a few different ways, a few um, sessions that will be very specific to our community. So um, we'll, have, we'll have, I'll call them practitioners from across the state. State of Minnesota and even our keynote speakers from Illinois. Oh, okay. so I mean, it's a it's a it's a great conference to learn more about the um, preservation. But then there's code that goes along with how do you preserve things and um, what do heritage preservation commissions do and things like
1: that. So the, you said the built community. This is all about the buildings and how do we incorporate the new with the old mm-hmm. while, while paying homage and respecting what's there, right? Um, not just immediately coming and tearing things down. Exactly. And so I I love that it travels around like that because it does. I mean what do you learn in Duluth compared to what we're doing here and exactly. where's it going next year? So Exactly. And I don't know
0: the answer to that. No? They'll get announced at the conference. Perfect. So no it's it's a it's a great conference um, it's one that I've attended multiple years and uh, we're just really excited. I say we. I should I should say that's not just the Historical Society. This is actually the City of Mankato. Okay. Um, and the we is that I serve on the Heritage Preservation Commission for the City of Mankato. So with combination of the City of Mankato, the Heritage Preservation Commission, and the Blue Earth County Historical Society, that's the we. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad that we're hosting that. I really hadn't heard much about it. So when we see people downtown that's what they're doing and if you want to be involved there's a way to be involved there is perfect all right let's go back to the speakeasy and i did the speakeasy coming up in the middle of october it's going to come up faster oh than you realize gosh. october 14th i better get on board with ordering a dress or something <laughs> figuring out what i'm going to do here uh the new location um and so i'm excited about this
0: yeah they, so this is really fun if you have no idea what we're talking about. A Night at the Speakeasy is our annual event for the Historical Society to raise funds for the work that we do. It really helps us keep a lot of our programs free and open to the public. And um, this, the whole theme of this night is based on the 1920s. Prohibition. Flappers, gangsters, jazz music, just imagine that. Mm-hmm. And as um, historians, we want to immerse you into that experience. And so it truly will happen the minute you step on site at uh, Sky 111, which is the top floor of the Ide Bailey Center. And uh, you'll just be surrounded by a really cool night of, um, of just live history, mm-hmm. fun. Music, games of chance, or maybe some gambling.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, buy a raffle ticket. That's a gamble, right? Right. It it
1: is always. (laughs) Yeah, that's what a raffle is. I think. Yeah.
0: So it's just going to be a really fun evening. Um, There's dinner and, um, like I said, live music. There's also signature cocktails. Which um, the cocktail actually comes out of the speakeasy or comes out of Prohibition mm-hmm. because the moonshine was not tasty at all. So that's when they started adding.
1: <laughs> it will get you drunk, but it doesn't taste good. No. Right? So
0: then they started adding juices and stuff to it to make it taste better. And that's where the cocktail comes into play. And so um, you get to learn a lot of different things like that. There's going to be something very special, which we haven't really announced yet. So I'm going to announce it right here. What? There will be a bourbon tasting experience <sighs> that is going to be offered to attendees um, wow. as a special opportunity. i still kind of working through those details, but that is going to be a special thing for attendees. And uh, live music by the Hannah Bretts Jazz Ensemble Uh, gosh, it's just going to be a really fun night. I don't even
1: know what else to say. Well, um, get your costumes ready and be prepared. Because every time I've been to one of these, you do, right? Right when I get out of my car and start walking up towards the venue, uh, you have character actors that are ready to play along with you.
0: Yeah, put you in that time period. Yeah, And that's the idea. We want you to experience it. It's not... It's not a costume party. No. It's not, um, it's not meant to make you uncomfortable. It's just meant for you to just ease right into a different time period and feel, you know, as close as we can, feel like what it would have been like mm-hmm. to be attending a speakeasy in the nineteen twenties and just that vibe. And so that's our goal. And then you just our, our ultimate goal is, well, to raise a lot of money. But our <laughs> ultimate goal is that you just have a really great time.
1: What do you do with the funds? What are you going to do with the funds raised?
0: So um, the funds raised will um, do two things. One will help with um, keeping programming free. As you notice, um, most of the things I talk about, we don't have admission for. We try to keep as much free and open to the public as we can. So there's no barriers. And then the other thing is we've got our big parking lot project that's going to take place next year, which isn't glamorous, but it has to happen Mm -hmm. It's part of um, taking care of a building. And so part of the funds will go to support that as well. So um, any way that people can help us with those two um, possibilities, that's a that's a great win for us. So there'll be all kinds of fun stuff at the event. There's a silent auction, a raffle. Um, there's a gift card grab. There might be some cigarette girls walking around <laughs> selling candy cigarettes, which are gift cards. Um, all kinds of fun stuff that will just make the, the evening entertaining. And... Uh, and we hope that you'll take a gamble on us and come check us out at the Speakeasy.
1: If we want to get in touch with you, where's the best place to go?
0: Yeah. So um, for the Speakeasy, you definitely want to get your tickets um, sooner than later because they are going to sell out. Um, tickets are $85 for general admission. If tables of eight are 800 If you have a group of like even six or five by the table, trust yeah. me, mm-hmm. you will appreciate it later. Um, But all of that information is on our website, which is BlueEarthCountyHistory.com. And as soon as you pop up on our page, you'll see the little icon about the speakeasy.
1: All right. We'll see you at the speakeasy. Don't forget about live music tonight (laughs) at the Wine Cafe featuring Peter Klug. And if you want tickets, those are available on the Blue Earth County Historical Society page as well. We'll put the link down on the KTOE page in the show notes. Jessica, good to have you in. We will see you next time. We'll be all dressed up and ready to go.